You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Well, yes it is. But I almost sounded like there were some jingle bells in the background of that for some reason. It's because there are jingle bells in the background of that. Oh, isn't that just special? Sleigh bells, actually. Well, jingle bells, sleigh bells... Everybody go to hell. Good morning, everybody. It's Sunday, December 20th of 2020. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. As as per usual, from the Northern Command studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from the Radio TFI Executive Tower, where the sun is shining brightly, gleaming, people down there on the crossing the uh, Brooklyn Bridge are blinded by this light. It's so bright. It is the one and only Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We we hope your week has gone exactly how you hoped it would go. Uh, For those of us here in the Northeast, two things. Uh, we're on the 150th floor of the gleaming, gleaming tower today, and we're able to walk right in from the street thanks to the snow piled up. And secondly, John Shannon's knowledge of New York geography is second only to the amount of hair follicles on his head. <laughs> well, we can't see the tower from the Brooklyn Bridge, I take no, it, huh? No, no, we cannot. No, we cannot. Oh, okay. No, we cannot. Uh, well, but, you know, I just... But again, good. Out there. What the hell? <laughs> good morning, all, and uh, this is, I guess, what's going to constitute our Christmas show. Although we don't really have anything Christmassy planned, other than uh, other than a little bit of this every now and again. But other than that, uh, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. You need one, Mister Grinch. Grinch. My camera just took a took a hit. Do I, do I look and like you're still, you look like you look like uh, you look like like the old Batman? Uh, I was just thinking of that. Right, <laughs> everything just kind of just a little cockeyed. Well, all no, no, that was pur- purposeful. All the villains were filmed crooked. Get it? Oh my no, God. that's the See, truth. That's the truth. <clears throat> my voice is almost shut. 
Mm, I, that is not a good thing. That is not a good thing to when you try to do a radio no. show with no with I've, two hours left to go. Just left two hours left to go. I, I, I've, uh, I'm either deep bass or nothing at all. So really quickly on our little message feed, we get a message from Athen that says, "Thank you once again for the cap ad postage," and I bet. I got the most expensive cap. Uh, yeah, hey, it looks pretty damn sharp in that thing. I, for I, those, I must. For those of you watching on, on the uh, video network, there's a there's a shot of Athen right now in his cap. I forgot to reverse it. Uh, he had the camera backwards, but that is. <laughs> <laughs> that, that isn't that isn't because of the fact he's living down under. You know, no, maybe it's all. No, I was laughing. Oh, okay. I was laughing at the fact that he's had his for a couple of days now, and John still hasn't gotten the batch that I sent him. I sent out five packages on the same day on December seventh. Uh, they've reached Ohio, South Florida, <laughs> Canada, Illinois, Illinois, and, and Perth, Australia. And uh, and actually, yes, I think you win, you win the uh, <laughs> the postage contest. It wasn't as it wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be, but we're happy to do it. We're happy to do it. It's uh, it's money well spent. Enjoy that cap. You earned it, my friend, and it looks good on you. Uh, uh, I'm glad you like it. Well, there'll be more down the line after the new year. Uh, He's standing next to his. Uh standing next to his car here he says that's his uh, charter vehicle town car oh very nice i don't recognize the uh i don't recognize the symbol on it though so i'm not quite sure what type of car that is but uh well while sharp looking car. yeah it is while we're at it let me uh i was we were going to show these a little later but since we're showing them now let's pop on to uh there's our good friend mike king with uh with his cap and he was the first to receive it. Again, if you're if you're listening to the radio, we apologize. This is a video portion of the program. And uh, <laughs> Mike Mike was one of the. Of course, he's a he's a frequent guest here on the show and a, has been a good friend of the show since for quite a while now. Matt actually provided the radio TFI studios for a couple of months there while we were in our transformation period. So, and and finally, the last photo we have that's not of me. Uh, which we're not putting up, and there is there is the the queen of the dad of Queen of All Hacks, Christine Hubbard's uh, dad, Donald. Donald, yes, wearing uh wearing her cap. She says she's not a baseball cap kind of gal, but we we've we've begged her to please give us one picture of her wearing the cap. And uh, uh, I I gotta tell you, the more I see these things on other people, the more I I like them. I I I, I think we did a good job on. Sure. Just wait till you see one in person, John. Whenever that may be. Well, yeah, you know, it's uh, it was just two days ago where I posted that uh, some snowman was spotted with my cap <laughs> on his head uh, there in New York. I, I have it on good authority that at least the caps now instead of in some hamper in New York, now they're in some hamper here in uh, in Minnesota. So I want you, I want you to know, I was on the phone for the past couple of days with USPS, which is not an easy thing to do. Oh no! Tracking them down. So, so I don't know if it was if I had anything to do with it or, but we got a little movement. At least they're, at least they're uh, where they need to be now. So at least they're in the state. You can go visit them. 
I'm beginning to understand the post office or the uh, the postal service a uh, a little bit more. Hey, good morning, Shaletta. Shaletta, good morning. She's listening until church starts at ten o'clock her time. Oh, get her permission now, then. Get her permission now. Oh, 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 that's right. Um, <laughs> we actually, Shaletta, it's just it's a good thing you come on a little bit later on in the show. We uh, Ed kind of pirated a. Uh, a uh, clip of video audio uh, of you or audio uh, of you uh, talking give me the, the subject Va- uh, vaccinations 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 so uh he pirated that uh, he said he was going to use it whether it had yours or wcco's permission or not <laughs> but as long as you, as long as you're here you may as well know <laughs> we do it out of love we do it because it's not everything makes the cut you know and today we were looking for very special specific items and and shaletta is just above and beyond we've been saving her for just a special time like this vaccinations and the holidays and 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 she's just the most hilarious person i've ever met in my life and and a nice house by the way I don't know where that came from, but obviously he's stalking you more than I am there, so just How do you think the hat's got the Minneapolis? <laughs> oh my Wow. 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 <laughs> Brought it all back around because we because we just want to put that Christmas feel to it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, by the way, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight is the number if you want to jump into this little uh fray you're more than welcome to do so so uh what do you say let's go ahead and uh, get us started here with the ups and downs better known as the uh, stock market report you're you're going to be quite pleased today this is the radio tfi stock market watch Presented by Nobody. This spot is available. This week, Uber closed down $2.01 at $50.62. Meanwhile, Lyft bounced up $3.11 to $46.87. That concludes your stock market report. <laughs> and believe it or not, we actually uh, we actually have a little industry news here. I wish we could talk more about the taxi industry and less about the uh, about Uber and Lyft, but unfortunately, they're, they're kind of the elephant in the room, as you if you uh, will here. And uh, apparently, uh, out in California, the wonderful uh, the wonderful Prop Twenty Two that's said it would, in in all essence, uh, make it so. Uh, Customers wouldn't have to uh, pay more money because of the extra money needed to finance, you know, the drivers actually having a a living wage. Well, apparently, uh, there's going to be new fees added uh, for uh, uh, gig worker benefits in California alone. So they're gonna they're gonna tack on some money to make uh, uh, make their pittance a little bit uh, a little bit mer- more merrier is still nowhere near what a living wage there for uh, those drivers but you know hey 
what what can I say? At least they're showing effort, you know. Yeah, my eye. <laughs> I'm, yeah, <laughs> I, I, exactly. I, at this stage, this many years into all this, any drivers who look, the excuse that I need a job and it's the only thing I can do—that's that's poppycock, boulder dash, and uh, and turtle poo. You, uh, you're you're turtle. Sp- turtle poo. I'm serious about this. You you are spending more money on your car than you are making. It is time to walk away from this. I have no sympathy for Uber and Lyft drivers anymore. You 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 see that they're paying nothing. Nothing. You're spending more money. You're going deeper and deeper in debt. Get out. Get out. It's pretty much anything is better than what you're doing right now. You just got to get out and actually work. Oh, I know you like the idea of just driving around all day and because all the Uber customers are so pleasant all day long and they're not trying to scam you out of out of the, the, the pittance that you're making. But And, uh, oh, yeah, and season's greetings. <laughs> and, what, and what is it that our uh, our buddy Chris Murphy uh, says if you're out there? Uh, oh, I got to uh, find it. Right. Oh, Hi, this oh, is Chris oh, Murphy, and you found the taxi stand hour. And if you're sitting in an Uber right now, get out of that Uber before I gouge your eyes out. This is Radio TFI. <laughs> I'm going to have to go. cut that Thank down. You, Chris Murphy. I'm going to have to isolate that 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 one bit there uh, mm. over the Christmas holidays. Um, so anyway, that's uh, uh, where was I? I have no idea. I, uh, hello, 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 is there anybody in there? Oh, oh, that's that's the question of the week. Well, we finished principal shooting on the on the show I was working on this week. Uh, you shot a principal? Uh, eh, the kids didn't mind. There was a big test coming up anyway, so. Okay. <laughs> uh, that that joke, courtesy of Julie Brown, and uh, the homecoming queen's got a gun. Look it up. We'll play it someday. Um. I, I have to work tomorrow. We have to finish with the truck I was on. Uh, oh, my goodness. We have a call. Uh, that, that joke Good morning, caller. Hello? Hello? Is there anybody in there? Is there anybody in there? Yeah. That's what I wanted to know. Hey, now. Hey, now. I know that voice. Bill? Well, there we are. How you doing, Bill? Hey, I'm still on the green side of the grass. What about you guys? Well, obviously we're in the same uh, in the same <laughs> pictures. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, pal? Oh, ain't life grand. Life is a life is a real kick in the pants sometimes. Are we on a delay? Did I miss something here? You guys still there? Yes. Turn off your radio or whatever you're listening to us on. Turn off the transistor radio and listen to us on the phone. I don't have the radio on. Okay, but you can hear us. Turn the radio off. Okay, I think Bill's just got to... I think the medication is kicking in. Interference. (laughs) Yay! All right, are we back where we can have an actual conversation, Bill? So, is that better? Well, we don't know. Much. Well, yeah, exactly. We should find out, right? Good morning, by the way. Good morning and Merry Christmas to our friend Shannon. Hey, Shannon. 
Oh, we just got with the whole the gang's all here today. Oh, Including my. Bill on the phone. My, yeah, oh, we're, my. We're just loving things here today. Well, we know Bill is somewhere. We just don't know if he's actually connected to us. Come on, Bill. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> now I think he's messing with us. I think so. I think so. <laughs> you just thought I was there. <laughs> Exactly. So what's going on? What's going on there in the uh, in the beautiful burb of Wichita Falls, Texas? Oh, God, not a, not a whole lot. Uh, I, I just I had to uh, call and let you guys know one thing in particular that I had a little old lady tell me the other day that God was going to help Trump win the election. He's going to need God to help him win the election. And I thought, doesn't he have better things to do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> one would one would think. Or to uh, to quote Bob Euchre, swung on and missed. Yeah, knuckleball in the dirt. <laughs> Jesus. But you you gotta remember down here in Texas, these retrumplicans uh, just. Hey, they, they, they still got to hold on for every last breath and gasp that they can find. Well, well, keep in mind, Bill, at this rate, by uh, by January 20th, Joe Biden would have been elected president, what, 150 times? Hello? Hello? Can he not hear me? John, see if he can hear you. Can, you can hear me okay. Can you hear, can you, uh, hear Ed is the question. No, actually, I can't, which was kind of pleasant there for a little while. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> man! Man! I thought I'd zing him before he zinged me. Wow! That was, uh, that was brutal in a, in a you-gotta-be-kidding-me kind of way. Do you want me oh, to try to call God. back? No, go ahead. He can talk to you. I don't care. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Ed's just going to sit the rest of this one out for, for whatever reason. He's... Uh, I don't know why if his audio isn't coming over the phone or what's going on with him. I think it's probably uh, the loose nut behind the wheel in New York, personally. But then that's just my uh, that's just my uh, summation. Yeah, I won't disagree with that. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, our friend Edward. By the way, our friend Edward here asks, uh, "Which God is she praying to down there in Texas?" Boy, howdy! I wish I knew. Because <laughs> uh, I, I just looked at her dumbfounded and I said, seriously? And she said, absolutely. And I turned around and walked away. That's all you can really do if you think about it, though. That's really, unless you want to get into some big debate with somebody that you really have no vested interest in. I mean, the election's already over. She's already done her damage. Uh, yeah, but, but but according to these nimrods, it's not over. And I thought, wow. I, I mean, I, I, I understood that the majority of the people down here were idiots, but I didn't think they were complete morons. Well, you know, unfortunately, it's 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 kind of a demographic. You know, I I lived there for in Wichita Falls myself for a very short period of time, and uh, you know, I I, I yeah. got the 
the gist of the populace while I was down there, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it don't take long, does it? No, no, unfortunately. And, then, but, uh, and we had a we had a runoff election yesterday for for two senators. I don't know why, but they were two Republican senators, and uh, it was a case of their their TV ads were so ridiculous. It was. Uh, no, I'm a better Trumper. No, I'm a better Trumper. No, you are. No, you didn't even vote for him in the election. No, I did. You didn't. Oh, my God. It was the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, how could you hitch your wagon to this outgoing doofus and and say that he's your, your you know, he's your uh, banner carrier? Oh, yes. I, let's follow him more. It's like lemmings you know, following each other. You know how bad it was for Trump? Listen, I, I've i said all along, if you've been listening, if people have been listening for to us do this show and my uh, tweets and Facebook posts, I've never been a real big uh, Joe Biden supporter. There could have been two or three different people that could have uh, been nominated uh, that could I think could have done a better job at present. Oh, uh, I, won't, I won't disagree with that. And, I just, I, I just kind of Trump was just that bad. Oh, the option I mean, of Trump you know, was just that bad. It was the turd in the punch bowl. Exactly. <laughs> oh. I mean, the the one thing that that I I, I will say about Biden is that. He brings a certain amount of stability and, uh, I, I, I want to say the word honor, but uh, back to the White House. It's not, you know, screaming and hollering and ranting and raving and firing everybody every two minutes. Shannon, I'd run for president, too, except I got more skeletons in my closet than, uh, than they do in the <laughs> If you remember the dark shadows from back in the day, uh, that's about the number of uh, skeletons that are in this closet. Uh, and, and by the way, there to answer your question, there he, uh, I think she invited you to come to Minneapolis. He's already spent time uh, in Minnesota. He'd actually probably like to come back here at some point. Yes, in time I would. Oh yes. Yes, I would. Yeah, maybe we can. Barb tells me that every day. Maybe one of these days we'll chalk it. There, there we go. There's a, uh, there's a GoFundMe that we'll we'll all pitch in for a uh, for you all for Bill and Barbara to uh, hook up the U-Haul and head back to uh, head back to Minnesota. That actually sounds like a hell of an idea. Maybe we can get T-shirts. Back to the Great White North. <laughs> Well, we haven't had a hell. We have. We don't have a patch of snow on the ground here yet, Bill. There's supposedly we're we're supposed to get some here in the next uh, day or two. I think they're talking about a half an inch come tomorrow. So we don't. Oh uh, no, that you know that would that would close the city down here. Oh oh, and don't I know that? <laughs> oh. Yeah, especially with you standing in line at a subway while I was uh, talking to you over the phone that day. Hmm. <laughs> oh, 
but isn't life grand? I mean, how how bad is the uh, how bad is the Rona running with you and Ed now? Well, as a matter of fact, I just got a test result came back uh, uh, late last night. That uh, I I just for the purpose of the fact that I'm probably in uh, in contact with a lot more people than your average uh, person who isn't working in a hospital or a nursing home. Um, right. And so I just, uh, I passed the test again, flying colors, fifth negative test. So I remember yeah, I, we've had, we, <clears throat> we've had to take a couple, uh, with, you know, with Barb's job in the, in the, uh, group homes, uh, they like a bunch of idiots. They let them go home for Thanksgiving and a couple of them came back not feeling well. And so now Barb had to go take a test, which really kind of cheesed my bottom because that meant I had to go take a test and I thought you know if their work brings this back and I get it somebody's ass is going to get lit up uh, mention to young William that I'm, I I was tested two to three times a week I mean I almost got in a fight at the grocery the grocery store the other day because this guy had his mask on but it was down around his chin uh, I said if you're going to want to wear a jock strap you know at least wear it right Ed was tell Ed was telling me here and reminding me he actually has to take a test like three times a week in his uh, profession. Well, that so, stinks even worse. Not so bad. I I have decided now. I've done both. I've had the where they've jammed the Q-tip three quarters of the way up there and tickled my brain, and then I, really, yeah, oh yeah, and then I've also had the test. <laughs> Yeah, I've also had the test where you had to uh, uh, spit in the tube, and that is you I, think, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. That's not as easy as it. That's not as easy as it sounds. <laughs> no, here you're getting a test that could mean your ass, and you got to spit. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's warm it up. Then you find out you got to do that about twenty more times before you actually get to the little line you have to fill here. Uh, oh, geez, that's right. I, uh, Shannon was telling us here that uh, she's she actually has had it and was very sick, fever for thirteen days straight. Yeah, I remember that's, you posted on that. To, nothing to mess around with here, man. I mean, I just I have well. You know, in in the cab, I take an abundance of caution. Though, like I, I I have a screen between myself and my passengers in the back. Um, nobody nobody gets in the car without a mask. I wear a mask. Uh, when uh, I have somebody that's in their back there, if they've coughed or they've done anything that, you know, even if they've breathed heavy or touching a lot of the. Uh, like the handles or whatnot. I'm in back there with my can of Lysol spraying the dog snot out of it. <laughs> you just about so, have to. Yeah, I mean, you it's can't, just an overall caution. That's, that's all there is to it. Well, and I mean, and I, I, do you really think that people think now because there's a vaccine coming out, oh, I can relax because I'll be okay. And, uh, mm-hmm. The only problem with that is that you can still catch this damn thing. 
before the vaccine gets to you. And even within 21 days after getting the vaccination, you can still catch it. Ooh. So uh, the Shannon I'm referring to here, Bill, and, and Ed is the uh, daughter of the first, uh, the first man, the first, uh, the first uh, cab I ever drove. I was this man's uh, uh, relief driver. Oh, for real? Oh yeah. That's so a, uh, what a coincidence, yeah. man. Yeah, and that was some you know thirty thirty seven plus years ago. So yeah. Uh, and um, she was saying, uh, she was just saying here that her dad got viral meningitis in the cab. Uh, back in uh, last September of 2019, Holy. Uh, Holy somebody on, she figures. So, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's, and that screen, uh, that, that screen is something that it's it's very, very helpful. I, uh, uh, I, I, I tell you, even when the COVID is long, uh, long gone, I'm thinking about continuing to have some sort of a barrier i mean you know what it's it's considering all the stuff that's out there you could catch anyway it's probably prudent uh-huh and you yeah you're absolutely right hey, and uh, hey I, Ed, I hate you try, are you trying to uh, get back on here and seeing if you can't uh he's not trying okay i just wanted to make sure here Ed's getting a chance to take a break from talking <laughs> so with you and I going yeah, here. So. That's not a bad uh, deal sometimes. Oh. And <laughs> I don't want to be, you know, uh, Johnny Raincloud here, but do you really think that this the vaccine is going to eliminate this virus? I think it's just like it's going to wind up being just like the flu. I mean, it's it's exactly. Yeah, uh, and it's going to be every year. You're going to have to take the Rona shot right along with your flu shot. Exactly, I, and I just think that this is just one of those things that for it'll help, kind of like uh, Pfizer and Moderna say, it'll help ninety to ninety-five percent of the population but there are still going to be people out there that are going to wind up catching it. Uh, hopefully not in the same numbers that we're experiencing right now. Uh, no. And once again, some of this kind of goes back to what I said a long time ago, that uh, these people that are running out, I'm not going to take the vaccine and I'm not going to do this. Uh, then we need to get the big red Sharpie out and put an A on their forehead and let them know they're an asshole, and that when they come into the hospital, you don't want to be treated. An A on their forehead and a boot mark on their ass, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you didn't want to take precautions when you had the chance, then you know what? We're not going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be nice, but you know you can't do it. No. Well, just you can't get caught doing it. <laughs> that's there true no you, you cannot get caught so yeah, well, well, you know. well we, we we do have to kind of finish with our agenda here today my friend uh, I do appreciate you that's, calling in here that's okay because I got to get ready to go to the monster truck rally you're going to no no you're full of it you're not going to a monster truck rally <laughs> 
Well, it's Sunday, right. Sunday, Sunday. Almost. Almost. Sunday, yeah. Sunday, 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 Sunday. <laughs> well, I will shout back at you guys sometime when Ed actually has the opportunity to talk. Yeah, because it's no fun talking about him uh, behind his back when he can't respond. No, it's, it's too easy. <laughs> oh. you, you, you guys take care and I'll shout at you later. All right, talk to you later, man. All right, bye. Bye, bye-bye. Mr. Bill Fancher. <laughs> He, he warned us he was going to call here. Uh, we got to figure out why the hell we we can't get you on the phone. We're going to have to go through and uh, and s- figure out what the hell or, or why you're not uh, able to hear other people. Well, that's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll work that out. Uh, but in the meantime, let me block Bill Fancher. Yes. Okay. That's... <laughs> Yeah, that's and, and, and Shannon. Just it, it was the phone. It's the actual phone call wherein lies the problem uh, in Ed's convert or Ed trying to get through and talking to Bill there. Oh, believe me, Ed had a we, lot to we say. Can still hear him. Uh, we can still hear him right here on the wonderful Radio TFI uh, streaming network here, including RadioTFI.com. Oh, well, let's see now. So where were we here? Well, uh, let's see. Well, by the way, just to just to uh, read reiterating uh the question that came up uh yes i am tested uh about twice a week or i have been that'll pro- that'll end that's ended now uh, i don't think i'll be tested again but since october uh since october 5th i've been tested at least twice a week there were one or two weeks i got it three times but and it's been negative all across the board so just to answer that and by the way i've had to swab up the nose Oh, I could have dozens of times now, and it's not so bad. It's not as bad as people think. So, well, and when it, they first started it, when they they really thought they were going in there with a freaking jackhammer. And I the, understand. I understand. And uh, we got there was a, there was a medical professional uh, working at one of our sites that that we could go to. Uh, she had finally mastered just basically rimming your nostril, if you will. Mm-hmm. And you barely even knew she was there, and uh, she's she was my new favorite person on the planet. Uh, but anyway, moving on. Thanks again, Bill, for calling. Uh, I'll get you, 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 rat bastard. I didn't say it. Oh, by the oh, way, people rat bastard all the time. That was one of his favorite. Uh... <laughs> And his favorite sayings. I think the most painful part of that conversation was when he said, Monday, 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 Monday. and I played it, but I knew he couldn't hear it. And that, that hurt. That hurt. Because I got it queued up here. And, oh, all right, Mr. Shannon, what's next? What's next? Well, let's see. Well, you see, you promised us a, uh, a uh, eight-minute interview here. Uh, with the Queen of All Hacks. Well, it's a very interesting interview in that uh, because Toronto's really playing fast and loose with their drivers, and this is this is right on target when uh, when we do industry stuff, and and uh, and of course, as we know from personal experience, talking to Christine is 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 a walk always a pleasant experience. She's she's knowledgeable, she's informed, and uh, 
uh, she really, really cares about her people. So uh, I listened to this interview. This was from Thursday, I believe. It was either Thursday or Friday she recorded this on 6.40 a.m. Uh, oh, I've got the call letters here. This is a radio station in Toronto. CFMJ, 6.40 a.m. in the beautiful city of Toronto. It's a little longer than what we normally play, but please indulge us again. Christine, uh, she she always makes good sense. She's a great interview, and uh, uh, we hope to have her on again soon because of interviews like this. So settle back, get a, get a cup of joe or whatever your favorite Sunday beverage is, and let's listen to, uh, I believe is the, the, the interviewer's name is Mike Stafford. I could be wrong on that. I didn't make a note of it. And uh, Christine Hubbard of Beck Taxi in Toronto. We'll see you guys on the other side. I think it's it's fair to say, and I don't mean this in a mean way, but you know, so many sectors of our economy, so many services, so many retailers, et cetera, they've all got their hands out because, you know, desperate measures in desperate times. Well, Toronto's taxi industry is no different. The taxi folks say the city must temporarily slash or reduce its business licensing fees if the taxis are going to survive this drastic decline in business. Toronto City Council will uh, debate this Wednesday the possibility it's their final meeting of the year. A report going to council lays out a range of possibilities to help out the vehicle for hire industry, including the possibility of, say, a 12-month moratorium on business licensing fees. They can, uh, they can really cost up to 1100 bucks a year. Drivers say that requirement could amount to a devastating blow after months of poor business. To bring us up to date on this, Christine Hubbard joins us, operations manager for Beck Taxi here in the city. Christine, how are you doing this morning? I'm fine. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm good. I I was off for a while. I haven't talked to you in a while. Um, It was bad when we first spoke. How bad is it now? You know, drivers are starting to come back to work, which is great. We don't know, you know, at what risk. But the reality is so many have taken almost a year uh, off of work. And with insurance costs that have skyrocketed, um, you know, the, the supply is actually now out uh, is passing the demand. So before, you know, when the pandemic started with 300 vehicles in our fleet, for example, um, down from 1,800, supply and demand were pretty balanced. But now we're working with a fleet of about 1,200 vehicles, and that demand is just not increasing with the size of the fleet, obviously. So there, it's harder to make a living. Tell us around this time of the year, Christine, with office parties and people going out to celebrate. Without that now, uh I mean, my God, are you like any other industry where this was the the month to make the bulk of your money? That's right. It was, you know, Christmas for cab drivers. I mean, not not just in the holiday um, sort of sense, but this is when you're right. All the office parties and, you know, people are out and visiting friends. Um, you know, it, it, this is when they make their money. And it's just it's it's non-existent this year. OK, so the licenses that's surprise eleven hundred a year sounds high to me compared to. Business licenses for some restaurants and retailers would be half that. That's right. And so it's not even just a pandemic issue. You know, I know a lot of businesses are struggling and, and, you know, we're doing our best to support local small businesses. But taxi drivers have been disproportionately charged, you know, exorbitant fees by the city for a long time. And it's not just the $1,100. That doesn't include their municipal driver's license. You know, that's another couple hundred dollars a year. So, you know, 
They're mm. paying to, to take care of 30% of all of licensing in the city of Toronto, but they don't come close to representing 30% of businesses. Well, Toronto's taxes industry, they have a deal with Wheeltrans, do they not? I mean, I, I, I assume the numbers are much lower for Wheeltrans trips as well. Oh, yeah. Wheeltrans is operating at about 35%. We work with the sedan contract. It's at about, you know, 17%. Um, different taxi companies share in those contracts. So it is not making up the difference at all. Of course, they're going to put people into the Wheeltrans buses where they have paid drivers and what have you. So we're sort of getting the overflow, but it's just almost non-existent. Christine, the disruptive companies, and talk about Uber and stuff like that. Uh, if they didn't exist, if, if if they never existed, would it still be bad for Toronto's taxis? Uh, yeah, right now that doesn't even matter. That doesn't yeah. even you know enter into the equation. Right now, demand has dropped, and that's for all drivers. I mean, actually, you know, having those app companies here just compounds the problem for more people. They're just less people making less money. Um, you know, when they've flooded our streets, and now you see the app delivery drivers. They've just moved into that. Space and our, our streets again are flooded, but Uber and Lyft have not have no impact on on taxi drivers' income right now. Okay, so council will uh, hear about this on Wednesday. It's not that long ago, Christine. The taxi industry used to be such a political issue in Toronto because of a certain number of councillors who really seem to have a, a yeah. You just said what I was thinking as well. Uh, is that is is the environment a little better now? A little less politicized? Uh, no, actually, you know, some of those unfortunate counselors are still there. So, <laughs> you know, taxis should not be political. This is, you know, in fact, here here's a group of private citizens who have built and, and pay to maintain, have invested their own money into maintaining what can only be called a public service. And the idea that it's become political when there are so many more important issues, you know, safety is not political. Getting people to their appointments is not political. Um, you know, environmental restrictions on vehicles that shouldn't be political. They should apply. Training should apply. So it's turned into this, you know, political uh, battleground where the things that are most important to people in this city, like the environment, like road safety, have been, you know, sort of put on the back burner mm -hmm. for grandstanding and, and, you know, multinational sort of foreign-owned companies that, you know, send all of the money out of this country. Yeah, I get the feeling, Christine, that some of these councillors have never been on a snowy sidewalk at two in the morning and seen the glorious medallion that's lit <laughs> coming down the street to get me home safely or to work safely. That's right. I mean, I, I'm not sure what their experience is, but I can only imagine that it has never included that. I mean, to see that, and I will say, orange and green glow approaching on a rainy or mm. snowy night. I've been there. I think we've all been there. You know, it's a safe place for people to get a safe ride home with a professional driver. We're not talking about people who do this for a couple hours here and a couple mm. hours there. A lot of people, this is their entire livelihood. They replace those vehicles every few years. They're spending a lot of money for the privilege of doing this work very much on behalf of this city. The city still claims ownership of this system, but has zero interest in promoting it, zero interest in supporting it, when really they depend on it so, so much. And, and you know, it's going to be a tough realization when, you know, the, and I don't think this will happen, but the idea that that taxis wouldn't be available someday, that's that's not a good day. All right. Last question for you, Christine. The uh, council will get the uh, the item on, on Wednesday. 
how long do you think it'll take before they can even come close to some sort of decision? And would they would they grandfather it back to the beginning of the pandemic? You know, that that's the hope, because as you can imagine, throughout this year, and here's an example of what taxi drivers have been dealing with. They've been paying these fees because if they don't pay them, it's not only that they're overdue, they charge huge interest rates on it, sending these threatening letters of suspension. And, and half of these cars, these drivers who are paying for these licenses, the cars are parked. They're not even operating. So they're getting they're generating no income. But um, it will take a long time for them to discuss it. There will be people who say, no, they don't deserve anything. And, you know, there's just a real uh, still this awful sort of um, negative connotation around the idea of being a taxi driver, which is really, really sad. These are hardworking uh, small business owners. And if this city really does support false small businesses, these are the example people who are raising their families based on this income. And I think they will spend too much time talking about it. There will be, you know, so many issues brought in that don't even matter. There is a way to help this, this group of people. And we're talking about tens of thousands of them. This is not a, you know, a small group of people. Um, I hope they do the right thing, but you know, I'm not holding my breath because you, you've seen what's happened in the past. Certainly have Christine. Uh, take care of yourself. Have a good holiday. If we don't speak, take care. Thank you. You too, Mike. Thank you. That's Christine Hubbard. She's operations manager for Beck Taxi. And a great interview with that. Uh, now you can see why why uh, we like having her here on this uh, very program every now and then when we are so lucky to do so. So uh, you are indeed listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Uh, once again, uh, from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon, feeding his face there in uh, the <laughs> executive tower. I guess when you're in the, the executive tower, you can do things like that. Uh, that's right. It's it's uh, uh, Mr. Uh, what's what's his word? Mr. Monopoly there, the guy with the top hat and the you know the monocle. Yeah, there you go. The, the monocle. Yeah. He actually does it's, have a name. I don't know. I, Mr. Moneybags. Mr. Moneybags. Is it Mr. Moneybags? It is Mr. Moneybags. Yes, sir. So, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness, and that was uh, an interview. For, that was just from what, uh, a couple days ago? This, Thursday. Uh, uh, was it Thursday, Friday? It was this past week. I don't have the information. For, uh, actually, I do. It was from uh, Monday, actually, Monday the 14th. Miss um, uh, Christine, uh, Christine Hubbard, uh, the, uh, the general manager of Beck Taxi in Toronto, some I would I would argue, out of all the operations, I taxi operations I've seen over the years, that that is probably one of the best run organizations in the uh, North American continent. Nobody, so. no, nobody uh, takes an interest in their drivers like Christine. None that I've ever seen, but and which is why we call her Queen of All Hacks around here, and we uh, we bow to her very presence. Exactly. Anyway, moving on. Enough of that. Uh, hey, I got a little. The, this means nothing to nothing, but uh, Randy Rainbow, a very entertaining young man. We've played a number of his bits on this show. Matter of fact, we got one coming up for the uh, for the break here. Uh, tweeted this out this week: trying the new quarantine diet, where I don't eat anything at all while I'm asleep, and then the rest of the time there are no restrictions or limitations whatsoever. <laughs> There you go. I uh, I've been on pretty much the same diet myself. It's uh, 
Seems to be working. on a seafood diet. That's, that's, it's been called that on once or twice a game. And uh, here's my last tweet of the day. Again, uh, quarantine, COVID-related. From Jennifer Gunther at Dr. Jen Gunther. Gunther. That's such a fun name to say. Gunther. It almost tickles your nose when you say it. Yeah, kind of. And uh, I am a lumberjack. My name is Gunther. Actually, actually, there's a Volkswagen dealership down in South Florida, Gunther Volkswagen. And my old business partner and I, we just, we were all day around there, Gunther. Gunther. Anyway, she says, if COVID isn't a big deal, according to the current White House, why are they getting vaccinated first? Good question. That's a bad answer. Well, uh, Pence has gotten, Pence and his wife are... Uh, are vaccinated. Right. Trump, to my knowledge, has not. I don't know if anybody else op- has openly said in that administration they've got it. They've got vaccinated. Well, apparently Trump uh, spent uh, last night, or the night before, huddled up in the Oval Office, planning to overthrow the government again with uh, with Mike Flynn and and uh, the the other nitwit lawyer. Um, they want they want to uh, call for martial law, confiscate all the voting machines. From the swing states and hold the elections all over again. Yeah, just the swing states. Not, you know. Because... Just the ones he lost. Right, just the ones he lost. Not not anything he won because, you know, right from the start before the election, he he, he told us what he was going to do. He said, if I Mm -hmm. win, it's fantastic. If I don't, they cheated. (laughs) I mean, heads I win, tails you lose. That's... That's what that was. By the way, speaking of El Presidente. Must be. Well, we're we're just kind of speaking of him peripherally. This is from Rolling Stone this week. You can win a chance to destroy Trump's casino like he destroyed our country. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. Uh, One of the president's former casinos will be demolished just days after Trump must leave the White House. And the winner of a charity auction will press the button that implodes the building. Uh, <laughs> this is the former Trump Plaza in, in Atlantic City, and uh, it'll be auctioned off in late January. Uh, close to the inauguration, proceeds go to the Boys and Girls Club of Atlantic City. The city's mayor, Mayor Small, hopes to fetch more than a million dollars for the cause. Small also blasted Trump for disrespecting a city that he once did business with. Quote, some of Atlantic City's iconic moments happened here. But on his way out, Donald Trump openly mocked Atlantic City, saying he made a lot of money and then got out. Uh, and coincidentally, what uh, we were just talking about, Mr. Moneybags from Monopoly, which is but the board is based on what city streets? Atlantic City. Atlantic City. So, uh, so I mean, if we're going to do a GoFundMe for anything, I think that's the GoFundMe. Uh, there you go. A little bit for charity, and uh, somebody gets to push the button. Not that Trump cares anymore. Well, actually, he probably would care. <laughs> Excuse me, I have a case of the holiday hiccups. How did that happen? Yeah, you can. I can see this coming right now because it's uh, it's somehow related uh, to him. He'll want a cut of the. Uh, yeah, well. The yeah, because you watch it. that'll happen. You'll, that'll surface somewhere. It's it, it's not like they've never uh, gone after charity money before. Oh wait a minute. Oh jeez, yeah. Mm-hmm. How is it? How is it you are banned from being anywhere close to a charity? If you are this wealthy, how is it that you run a charity 
and now you're no longer allowed to run a charity, and you had to take classes. Who has to take a class to be taught how to not steal from a charity that they're running? Good question. And by the way, that's not that's not just Trump. That's the kids too. That's the evil spawn. Um, so, do we have time to run that uh, run that piece with Shalotta? Yes, let's. No, oh no, no, no. This is this is from our good friend uh, Shaletta. and uh, it's a quick little piece. This aired on what's the name of the PBS show? Uh, Al- Almanac. Almanac. This this is John knows more about this show than I do. It's a, it's on a local PBS station in in Minneapolis. Uh, what's the call letters? What's the station? Oh, it's anyway. Local KP, APT or something, basically public television. Something. Okay. Uh, so, so uh, we don't I play. Watching that st- station once I stopped watching the electric company. So. Okay. Thanks for sharing. Uh, so we don't, we don't. We don't play a lot of Shaletta's stuff. She's very, very funny. But this one really, really caught. Uh, and I think did we get permission this morning? We never. I think the phone rang as we were asking for permission. We're going to go with well, yes. We got permission. Well, you know, you know what happened with that was is first off, I was asking permission of the wrong people because I forgot this wasn't from WCCO Radio. This was from TPT, as Rolando has pointed out to us. Okay. Oh, public television. They they got no money. They can't sue us. Matter of fact, <laughs> we got no money. <laughs> well, blood out of a turnip. <laughs> Let's let's listen to Shaletta. Now the scientists have come up with a vaccine for COVID-19, I hope they don't plan to rest on their laurels. Because I need them to direct their scientific attention to prevent some of the other things plaguing my life right now. Dr. Fauci, get off the couchy and get your crew back to work. Because I'm looking for a few good cures. Can we please get a shot for children that will eradicate their desire and their demand to have their own cell phones? Do they know how expensive those bills are? And we need a special teen strength version for this one. I will roll up my children's sleeves gladly to get them inoculated against tattling. They rat on each other like they are a bunch of confidential informants. They may need boosters on this one. And I'm asking please for a cure for that wayward sock. Every time I do laundry, socks go into the dryer two by two like animals on Noah's Ark, but they come out unpaired, like they get divorced in the dryer. If the geniuses can find a cure for coronavirus, surely they can find some missing socks. And Dr. Fauci, while you're listening, can we please get a shot so that pennies can pinch themselves? I'm tired of doing it, okay? Last I checked, there was no cure for monthly bills. <laughs> the lovely and talented uh, Sh- Shaletta. But uh, how do we pronounce her last name again? Brundage. 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 I, my apologies. My apologies. Uh, you know, I worked. I when when she first came on, she came on the show. I must have spent about five hours making sure I pronounced her last name and did yes. not stumble over that. Yes, There's nothing I, more embarrassing than having a guest on the show and completely miffing their name. I. That kind of rates up there with uh, getting caught eating on camera while... Uh... Yeah, well. <laughs> it's not getting caught if you do it on purpose, if it's intentional. <laughs> but I can promise you this. One, one of our uh, New Year's resolutions here at the Taxi Stand Hour and Radio TFI in general will be to uh, 
to abscond with some more Shaletta content. She's uh, we we don't play her often enough, and uh, let 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 them let the public TV station come after us. We don't care. We got Gil Christ, right, Gil? Hey, oh, this is a bad time of year for Gil Christ because it's all focused on his brother. He's Gil. No, that's not how you say it. I'm number one. Wrong finger, Gil. We go through this. Is he, has, he, has he made the birthday cake yet? We don't want to touch. Don't use the B word around him. It's. He gets just stay. No, no, we're not talking about him. No, just. Yes, we talked about your father earlier. No, no, Gil, just put put the put the tinfoil blanket back on. There you go. Okay, he's he's back down now. He's back down. You well, think I'm this is easy? With you, and not me. you think That's this all is easy? I can say there. You think this is easy? <sighs> well, you wonder. What do we got? How much time we got here before the? Uh, we the got top about th of the three or three or four minutes. Three or four minutes, and somebody's running the printer here in the office. While, well, uh, so why you got another uh, video uh, or audio uh, clip there, real quick? You could throw. Well, in? yeah, actually, I do. Actually, uh, while John mutes his mic while we do this, uh, let's go a little politics here. This is uh, shockingly again. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Geraldo Rivera is actually saying the right thing at the right time. Here he was on with on Fox uh, News, or whatever they call that, that stinkhole, with Charlie Kirk, who's just a general a-hole from way back, and they're talking about the whole uh, stealing the election thing. Elections were very much on the margins, especially in Georgia and Arizona, and you suppress that conversation. That is not healthy for our country, Geraldo. All right, so that, so that raises a question. For six, you know, for six so, weeks, Geraldo, we have litigated this for six weeks. Twice we the Supreme Court of the United States before, have rejected Geraldo. it. Nine to nothing, including all three Trump associate correct. justices. But Geraldo, I you think the question is, this. Geraldo. The modern history of our country. But to persist in insisting against the Supreme Court, against the scores of lawsuits that have gone against him, every single one of them, that he won, that's why these people, they believe him. They love him. They are following his lead. It is the president who is instilling in these people the false sense that they have been gypped. Charlie makes the point that uh, there are the, so many uh, affidavits or here or there. You litigate each one of them. If someone's guilty of election fraud, you put them in jail. The Attorney General of the United States, William Barr, said that there is no fraud that he has seen of a scope large enough to affect right, the outcome me, of this election. Let me let Charlie uh, make a closing enough. comment here. Charlie, go ahead. And I believe that was from last Sunday, Sunday or Monday. Uh, what do you know? Geraldo actually making a valid point. Uh, and this is what what the maggots need to hear and they don't want to hear because uh, Fearless Leader is telling them not to. It's over. It's over. You've, you've had the opportunity to present evidence. Twice the Supreme Court has uh, said, See ya! And, uh, you know, I, I just don't know what else to do at this point. Uh so, we're going to be well, getting. It's, it's it's really sad because these are these are people that uh, I don't have anything against them personally, except for the fact that they are just flat out gullible. You know, you you're you're living in it. You're out there 
you know, in in the cornfield somewhere, and you're you're not you don't get a lot, you don't get to hear a lot and see a lot of what's actually going on out there in the real world. And uh, thus, she just low information. That's all I can say. All right, well, we'll see you here on the other uh, side. I'll be back in about five and a half minutes. So, uh, uh, see you then. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. from a payphone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing a behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. There are so many notable Rudolphs that we know. Maya, that reindeer, and poor Valentino. What do you recall? The most batshit Rudy of all. Did you all watch My Cousin Vinny? Rudolph the leaky lawyer had a very slimy face and to the law profession he was well a big disgrace lots of confused New Yorkers found that they were incorrect they thought their former mayor had a little self-respect then one night two years ago Donald called to say Rudy with your Rogaine roots Help me hide my prostitutes And how he sweat and slobbered As he melted on TV Rudolph the leaky lawyer You'll go down and in for me Let's take it nice and easy Get it? He says to her How many fingers do I got up? I know crimes, I can smell them he's watching Yeah, he is Rudolph the leaky lawyer had a pair of crazy eyes And while he spread corona, he was also spreading lies Oh, how the whole world mocked him Though he kept his dress shirt tucked He couldn't tell poor Donald Pack it up, cause babe, you're failing to overturn this election Still each day for months on end, Donald texted, hey with your fart so free, let's go screw democracy. How that dripping doormat bent to Donald's every whim. Rudolph the leaky lawyer, you'll go down in flames with him. You'll go down in flames.
I know hey, crimes. This- I can smell them. Ugh, honey, that ain't crimes. Maybe when you do it, it is. Hey, this is Chris Murphy, and you found the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Indeed, it is the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI. I am Ed Van S. John Shannon, as usual, is missing in action because he does this just to annoy the living daylights out of me. Uh, it is December 20th, 2020. Oh, and there he is. He does this just simply to annoy me. There is no other reason he sat there for the first two minutes of the break and did nothing. Did nothing. Because he knows how much this gets under my skin. Not even on our big holiday extravaganza can he just this one time just be there to do. See, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he's actually the showrunner here when we're on the air. He's supposed to be guiding this ship. He's the captain, if you will. Mm-hmm. And he's supposed to be steering the ship out of the way and where it needs to be into the canals when it needs to be in the canals. But no, where where is that? Where is our captain? He's pulling his best Exxon Valdez captain and uh, just anywhere but the bridge. He's anywhere but the bridge when we need him. When do we need him most? At the top and bottom of the hours. We need him to guide us into our next segments. We need him. To keep you folks posted of who we are, why we're here, and what exactly is what we're doing. We need him to get us safely through the ups and downs, the swirls, the uh, whirlpools, the tidal waves that are the landscape of video streaming networking and internet radio broadcasting. We depend on him to take us through, to get us back to shore safely. Now I can take another break here. Jesus. Let me be the first to offer you a little cheese with that wine. (laughs) And uh, it's funny because my my ass was right by the door and then somebody in my home, in my family, had a quick question for me. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You let the ship run aground again. Well, I see when that ship does run ground, I still have my family. See, you have to, you have to, you have to prioritize your life. (laughs) Gotta love them. Did you see those? uh, Did you see that uh, picture on the the social? uh, No, no, no. It's not there. It's not there. I told you to go on Twitter. I couldn't find it. Anyway, tell the people who we are and why we're here. Oh, well, let me hear. Hold on. Well, we are Captain Captain Stubing. We are why we're here. Oh, shit. I lost that page. Oh, well, anyways, uh, I think you're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. And if he hasn't told you already, from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, yes, I'm John Shannon. From the Radio TFI Executive Tower out there in Queens, New York, where the snow has reached, all, what would you say, the 137th floor? Hundred. Well, now it's the 124th. It's melting a little bit. It's melted a little bit. And where that goddamn snowman just, he finally coughed up my hat. Now I just have to, have to get it 
over here in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, you do. So it is Mr. Ed Van Ness, chief whiner and and uh, in command here. <laughs> That's Ensign Van Ness to you. Ensign, oh, always oh, you're an ensign now, huh? See, si, senor. Isn't ensign, if I'm not mistaken, isn't that the lowest rank you can be for an officer? Well, it feels like it these Navy. days. It feels like it these. No, I'm we're, we're Space Force now. We are uh, Guardians. Mike Pence announced that yesterday or Friday. Uh, you have you have soldiers, you have uh, seamen, you have airmen, uh, sailors, and now the Space Force will be Guardians. Sorry, 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 I ran out of semen already. So, well, there there is an intersection in uh, the uh, most northern tip of Manhattan, the Inwood neighborhood. Two small streets intersect, and this is no joke. One is Cumming Street, C U M M I N G, and the other was semen. Semen coming. Ooh, somebody, somebody had a twisted sense somebody, of humor. Somebody there. did something there. Hmm. So, so well, I see that Ed's already got the the graphic here warming up in the bullpen. So I I, I think we probably should uh, go on without further ado here and put out these uh, wonderful uh, these wonderful picks here for this coming week. Like this coming week, this coming day, less today, less two hours away. Monday. 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 From Sunday. our slate of football games here. So let's go ahead and roll them there. Uh, uh. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each week, John Delay of Game Shannon and I will each choose three professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Guildchrist Ceremonial Slippy Cup, not responsible for postal delays. Extra points can be earned by going for it with two or three point conversions, if you have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. Well, 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 we have a very, very, very interesting week. Coming up now, don't we there, Mr. Shannon? And for some reason, we have lost. Oh, I see what I did wrong. There we are. There, there we are. There's the loose nut. We got it covered now. All right. Let's look at the current scores. Let's see. Uh, John is trailing by three points. It is currently 25 to 22 in the overall season. Let's take a look at... Oh, why isn't that updating? That should have updated. Oh, my apologies, kids and kittens. My apologies. It's been another full day of of technical gaffes. Yeah, we're going to get everything back on the screen. There we go. There we go. That's what we're looking for. There it is. There's last week's. Uh, last week, uh, we both managed to pull out two points out of uh, out of this mess. It was a disaster. It was an outright disaster. John got a free pass on the Dolphins game. 
Uh, I barely, barely made it on the Dolphins game. Although they played well against Kansas City. And mind you, they were missing a lot of people that we get back today. And we'll talk about that when we get into today's picks. So let's see. Uh, anything interesting happened last week? Oh, I'm looking at the wrong at the wrong screen. Uh, no, nope. I still say I got hosed on that uh, on that Chiefs Dolphins game. How? You didn't lose anything. I didn't lose anything, but I didn't gain anything. Well, there you go. Had I made that pick, had I would have went to make that pick, I would have picked the Chiefs, and I would have picked them winning by four points. Which would have meant that I'd have went with the Dolphins. Then I'd have went with Dolphins uh, uh, getting seven points. Yeah, but you also had the opportunity to pick up two points without taking the risk. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. And believe me, right up to the last minute of that game, you were right there getting two points. Okay. And again, we're going to yeah, talk about who's coming. That's why they play for sixty minutes, not fifty-nine and a half. That's right. Now, just so you know, here's who was out last week for the Dolphins. Tight end Mike, Mike Gazicki, who was who was playing crazy above his head. Wide receiver Devontae Parker. Wide receiver Jakeem Grant. These guys are just like they're like the the whole offense. Uh, on the de- defensive back Bobby McCain, uh, Kyle Van Noy, Eldon Roberts, uh, Eric Flowers, who got hurt during that game. These are all big chunks of the Miami offense and defense. They were all out last week. They're all back this week. So, enough of last week. Let's look at this week. All right, John, let's start with you. Well, let's see here. I got to stay with it. You know, it, it doesn't matter which what I use as far as a pattern. I have not been up to my normal standards when it comes with uh, picks, and I'm still only three points behind uh uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Braggadocious over there. That's me. Uh, so I'm going to go back here. I'm going to go with my formula of picking the Vikings and the Chiefs uh, in their separate games. The, the Chiefs are uh, three-point favorites going into New Orleans. I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs, giving up three points. Now you're also giving... Uh, okay, and we'll start at the bottom of the page. That's fine. Philadelphia goes into Arizona, and I think Arizona's the better team, but Philadelphia still has a shot at the NFC East, and giving them six and a half points, I think, is a mistake. I'm taking Philly on the road, getting six and a half. John, go up to your Vikings now. The Vikings are hosting the Bears. The Bears! Noon kickoff here in Minnesota. Uh, They are a three-point favorite. I'm going to take the Vikings... uh, uh, giving up three points. All right. My second pick is uh, Seattle, Washington. No, I'm not talking about Seattle, Washington, the state. I'm talking about Seattle versus Washington, the city. I've been dying for all night to do that. Seattle comes in uh, as a six and a half point road favorite against the Washington football team. Again, same, same logic as with Philly. They can still win that division. I think they got a lot to play for. And again, six and a half points. I'm going to take that six and a half points at home. Who wouldn't? Well, a lot of people wouldn't. But Now, now comes the game of the week, apparently, for both of us. John? I, you know, I, I am going to seek uh, mental uh, 
emotional help here because for some damn reason, I have become enamored with the dolphins. Don't ask me why, but uh, I am. And the dolphins are a two-point favorite uh, hosting the uh, New England Patriots. Uh, Ed, first off, why don't you uh, go ahead and let me know how you picked them? Because you picked that game, too. I did pick that game, and when I saw two points, I said, well, this is too good to be true. I'm going for two on this one. I'm giving up 13 and a half points, mainly because of the list I read off of everybody who's coming back. I mean, I take the Dolphins normally, but minus two at home with everybody coming back and New England coming in, and they ain't New England anymore. That is just, to me, that that was just too Look, the way they played last week against Kansas City without a lot of their stars says to me, we're going to roll all over New England. Of course, I could be wrong, but I don't think so. I'm taking the Dolphins, giving up 13 and a half points so I can make a two-point conversion. John? I just about went there with you. I, I just about went there with you. As a matter of fact, when I sent you the, when I sent the text, I already had it written out, typed out, going, taking the 13 and a half points. And I just, uh, I think, I think the Dolphins will win that game. I think they'll probably win by about four or five. So uh, taking the uh, minus uh, two just seemed like the safe bet in this case. I, I need points. And, uh, <laughs> so I, I can't disagree with you. I, I cannot disagree with you on that. Like I said, to me, this was like a Christmas present. I, you know, without, question, without question, the Dolphins are the pick at, at, at minus two. No question. But I thought if I'm ever going to take a sh- another shot at two, this is the game. This is the game. So, by the way, as long as he has offered his uh, his picks here, Rolando, uh, so we'll go ahead and uh, read off what he uh, picked. He's just a Viking hater here lately. I don't get it. Hey, wait a second. There's been a lot of weeks you went against the Vikings, so don't. <laughs> so, anyways, he's picking the Bears uh, getting three points against the Vikings. Uh, the Dolphins, uh, uh, he originally said a, a point and a half, but it is the, the official line is two. So uh, well, that's the line we're using. That's the line we're using. Got to play our game. Got to play by our rules. That's damn right. It. Damn it. <laughs> so uh, anyways, yeah, they were, uh, he's taking uh, Miami minus two. And uh, Casey, uh, my, he's, he's just basically taking the smart route and taking my picks. Doing oh, it. yeah, he is. Where's the fun in that? <laughs> so he's picking the uh, the Chiefs, uh, giving up three points against, as he calls them, the Aints. I'll tell you what, next next I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spew this out now. Next season, we're going to open this up to everybody. It will not be strictly John and Ed versus the spread. I haven't cooked up a name yet, but everybody will be. Everybody that wants to be involved will be involved. I'll have it all. Point system. So if you want to keep up on points, you got to play the game. Well, that will be. There will be a grand prize, uh, but there'll also be. You know, again, we'll work it out over the summer. Don't count on the sippy cup. I still haven't got mine from last year. I told you. Speak to the post office about that. 
we, uh... Yeah, I tried speaking to the post office about it. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, just a recap. John Shannon is uh, going with his chefs again this week, minus three, visiting New Orleans. I don't know about that one, John. I just don't know. I just don't know. Uh, taking his Vikings, giving up three points at home against the Bears. And finally, uh, taking my Finns, giving up two against the New England Patriots. Meanwhile, uh, I've got Philly on the road in Arizona. I'm getting six and a half points. Washington at home, getting six and a half points against those Seattle Seahawks. And finally, I've I've decided to go for two with my Finns against those their uh, New England Patriots. I'm giving up 13 and a half points to get two big points. And uh, and as we like to say here every week on the uh, on the big broadcast. If you're looking at our picks to uh, to glean information to make a financial uh, windfall for yourself, John, what do we always say about using our picks to make money? Well, Iowa is only uh, a stone's throw away for me. So I guess rock and roll. <laughs> anyway, that, uh, that concludes John and Ed versus the spread for this week. We... Uh, we got a couple of big weeks coming up, and uh, that, as they say, is that. Rolando, by the way, suggests the name should be uh, John and Ed versus the Rubes. Ooh, ooh, make a note of that. I like that. I like <laughs> that. Rolando, there's hope for you yet, pal. There's hope <laughs> for you yet. Remember, Rolando, you would be one of the Rubes. <laughs> well, he'd have to wait. You know, he can he can earn his way up into the major leagues here. Not, but if, uh, if he don't have a window in the Brady Bunch screen here, mm -mm -mm. if your name's not in the title, mm -mm -mm. you're a rube. Now, now, if there, you better hope I forget all about this rube nonsense between now and next August, <laughs> because I will run with it like a rabid dog. And ah, uh, jeez, oh, Louise. Thanks, Rolando. Well, uh, so basically, you're just going with John's picks, yeah. So, well, uh, by the way, you could have picked your own games. There's, you're not limited to what we pick. Uh, we. Uh, I think we, he did pick one one original there. Let me see, let me no, go back here. No, it. he did not. No, he did not. Those are Although all your picks. Did, well, he picked he picked our three. He picked my three games, but he's going the opposite direction on the. That is. That, I take it back, Rube. Uh, Rolando. Oh, this is. I may actually have to write this down. I am going to write this down. I right, go ahead, John. Do the show. I got to write Rube down. It's going to take me a while. <laughs> R U B E Rube. I got it. I got it. Oh. <laughs> Orlando Rube. I love it. All right. Oh. oh, so you planning on doing any f flying here uh, lately? Uh, no, I was going to tell a snow story, but uh, can I tell my snow story? Yeah, you want to tell your so? Oh, here, just let me. Uh, Go ahead. Let, let me, I'll make I'll make this quick. I doubt that. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm just reading the headlines. Like so I said, I doubt that. It will not be quick. Go ahead. So, uh, a man with COVID symptoms died. On a plane in this uh, uh, in midair, died of COVID 
with COVID symptoms. How well are they checking these people? Clearly not well enough. Jesus, that I, any plans or any thoughts I might have had of flying somewhere? Uh, I'm packing up the family truckster. I'm sorry at this mm. point in time. There's got to be Just, more to that than. Well, I'll tell you what. Tell your snow story, and I'll take a. I don't think there was though, really. All right, so we had a wee bit of snow here during the week. Uh, we they were predicting eight to twelve inches. We wound up with a little under seven here where I am. Which uh, it was that big storm that 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 came in. It affected a lot of people, especially along the east coast. Um, so. Wednesday, was it Wednesday morning? Wednesday morning, I came out and I had parked with my back end next to a bus stop in front of the bus stop. Well, I didn't realize when they plow here in New York City, they plow out the bus stops and they don't care who's parked in front of the bus stop. So I had a big plow full of snow in the back of my van. On top of that, I had a car in front of me with about an inch and a half of space. And they had plowed the road. So I had, you know, they, there was, I couldn't get out. So I got the shovel out and I've, uh, all right, let me start digging. I'm figuring it's going to take me at least an hour to get out. Just then, there's a big condo, uh, seven, eight story condo next to my building. Not right next to my little row of, of buildings. And here's a guy on a four-wheel ATV that's got a little mini plow on it. And he's plowing the sidewalks. Oh, I, excuse me, would you be, I said, I'll give you 20 bucks, whatever you want. Can you help dig me out? Uh, he says, no, don't worry, keep your money, I'll help you. He comes over, he digs along, the, he plows out along the side of the car. Uh, then he goes into the building, comes back out with the snowblower. And digs out the back of the car. The back of the minivan. And I'm just like, oh my god. I, I, you know, I would have been here. I would have been dead in the street. I'd have been dead in the street. And uh, I wanted to thank the guy. Uh, uh, I wanted to thank the guy. And he, you know, okay, don't worry about it. But he was wearing a full ski mask. So I won't even know what he looks like. When the weather clears up. Who is that masked man? Who is that masked man? So there's a nice man here in Sunnyside who took 10 minutes of his day and saved me hours and dropping dead in the middle of the street and dug my van up. By the way, this just in from the United States Post Office, John's hats are scheduled to be delivered by 9 p.m. tomorrow evening. That is... Tomorrow evening? What can I tell you, pal? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. You'll have them by Christmas. So anyway, uh, there are nice people here in New York City besides myself. And uh, the guy couldn't have been nicer, could not have been nicer. Now, I haven't been able to park anywhere near my place since that night. I'm parking under the subway. It's not a bad walk, but uh, I parked parked there uh, Friday night, Saturday morning. (coughs) And I just, I paid for a full day of parking yesterday. And it's free from 10 o'clock till 7 in the morning and all day Sunday. So I'll go get it tomorrow. The snow is starting to melt along the streets. I should be able to get parking tomorrow when I when I come home. So anyway, thank you to the masked stranger next door. 
uh, we appreciate it. And uh, I got to tell you what, though, I was pleasantly surprised. I had to drive out to Long Island and uh, the roads were plowed. They really, really, uh, all the main, main roads were clear all around uh, this metro area. <coughs> Excuse me, a little tickle in my throat there. Uh, you know, except for a few side roads, of course, but you know, uh, I, the only time my vehicle slid was pulling out of my parking spot because there was still a fair bit of snow and was turning into slush. It was still snowing at the time, but anyway, that's my snow story. <laughs> they actually have people that have snow blowers in New York. I, I... Picture a four wheel ATV. Uh huh. Oh, no, no, snow blowers. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It snows here. Now, it didn't snow anything last year. Uh, and, but no, we, we get, you know, look, you put six, eight inches on the ground. You still got to dig your way through it. I don't care where you live. You know, you got to dig out of six, eight inches, even though you get that much in August. We didn't, the, the big, the big snowstorm that we've had here so far was in, uh, when was it? Was it just early November for about the first first week or so of November when we got about nine inches of snow? You realize they didn't even declare a snow emergency on that? Well, that's that's you guys. By, by the way, Rolando, I just looked at the messages. If I knew who he was, I would give him a hat. Rolando says I should give the guy a hat. I don't know who he is. He was wearing a full ski mask and he had the regular mask on and completely cut. I... I, I think he's about five foot ten. That's about all I can tell you about him. And my camera is uh, there. We go. Oh, Rolando, he, Rolando, he was Mil Mascaras. I don't know what that means. The man, the man of a thousand masks. Rolando will know what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> He'll know what I'm talking about. All right. That still wasn't in October. No way. Well, anyway, you well. You, while you guys uh, argue about when you had your first snow, October, November, July, August. Uh, by the way, hey, uh, let me give you the rest of let me give you the rest of this real quick. Here, oh, okay. This, uh, apparently, it was a flight from Orlando to Los Angeles, Florida. Yeah, yeah he was leaving Florida. Go figure. Go figure. Uh, he had. Uh, Filled out a big form saying that uh, he had no uh, no condition, uh, no no COVID uh, conditions whatsoever. But uh, apparently he was feeling sick in the days leading to the uh, flight. You think? So here's the thing: is is we can't even. There are people. I'm not saying it's everybody, but let's let, let's face it. How honest are you really going to be? If you have mild, uh, you have mild symptoms. Excuse me, just a second while I exert one of my miles. If you have a mild symptom, yeah, how honest are you going to be at telling other people about it? But you want to get on that plane, you figure, eh, it's not gonna, it's nothing. I'm wearing a mask. What the hell? Yeah, and meanwhile, oh, baby yeah. Oliver is not enjoying this story whatsoever. He's not. He's not. He's not. Just so everybody knows, we're we're not we're not uh, into child uh, discipline or anything like that on the show. He's just dis uh, displaying his displeasure with our performance today from the from the real executive office there, and uh, we're trying to do better, Oliver. We promise. It's John's fault. 
we we can only do what we can uh, we, we can, can do here. We can only do our best. Sometimes your best just isn't good enough. Twisted. Yeah. And, and then and then there's always that. Then there's that. Well, hey, let's go out into the land of, uh, of the totally wonky uh, individuals here. Oh, I got a couple for that. I that fit in that oh. uh, category. You go ahead and lead off. I got one here, but you go ahead and lead us into temptation. All right. I just, as much as we didn't get deep into, we didn't get into politics at all, really. But this Doug Collins ad from Georgia, back before oh, November... Yeah. This is Doug Collins when he was running against Kelly Loeffler, who I'm sure he's now sucking up to in a big way. But this is Doug Collins. You know, desperate politicians do desperate things. And Kelly Loeffler's desperate. She's desperate to hide the fact that as the owner of the New York Stock Exchange, she spent $30 million trying to buy a Senate seat. And after a private coronavirus briefing, she dumped millions in stock. She profited off the pandemic while too many Georgians lost everything. I'm Doug Collins, the proven pro-life, pro-gun conservative. I approve this message. Because while Kelly does a great job looking out for herself, I will always look out for you. Pro life, pro gun. But oh, don't, hey, don't you just feel safer at night knowing that uh, he could be your next senator? But what's interesting now is how much they're all coming down on their own people in Georgia. I mean, I'm right now. I am shocked. I will be shocked if if the two Democrats don't win. In Georgia, because the the Republican Party are eating their own there, uh, and they're doing everything they can, and, and there That's are cool. there are for real movements to write in Donald Trump as a candidate, which I say you go for it. It's T R U M P. Spell it correctly. Uh, spell it correctly. Uh, I, I don't. The people. On one hand, they're saying. On the one hand, Trump is saying uh, Georgia, Georgia was rigged, but now how do you expect your people to come out? You're telling them it's all a rigged system. They're thinking, well, why bother? And I say, keep that attitude up. You're right. It's all rigged in Georgia. There's no need for you to vote. It's pointless. Don't vote in Georgia if you're a Republican, or if you're thinking about voting for the Republicans. If you're a Republican and you want to vote for the Democrats, then by all means, it's all, it's all fine. Every vote helps, but. Exactly. And one more thing, and this is going to make it into the regular public service announcement rotation, and I just want to play this. This is Chris Christie. This message isn't for everyone. It's for all those people who refuse to wear a mask. You know, lying in isolation in ICU for seven days, I thought about how wrong I was to remove my mask at the White House. Today, I think about how wrong it is to let mask wearing divide us, especially as we now know you're twice as likely to get COVID-19 if you don't wear a mask. Because if you don't do the right thing, we could all end up on the wrong side of history. Please wear a mask. That's former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, who, uh, by his own admission, done messed up. Yeah. So, uh, according to uh, Politico... Uh, there's a growing call to invoke the insurrection, the insurrection act. Uh, now I've never heard of the insurrection act before now, but it shows how hard edge MAGA ideology has become in the wake of Trump's election loss. And we just lost John there. His, uh, his audio has, has disappeared. 
Uh, oh, there it is. There he is. Oh, we're just having a whiz bang of a day here, technically, aren't we? I'm how, a, how how much of that did you hear, or none of it? Uh, insurrection. Okay, well, like I said, I've never heard of the Insurrection Act before. You know, they have little blue pills for that. Jesus. So, apparently, it's an 1807 law. Okay. Uh, invoked in only the most violent circumstances, but it's now a rallying, a rallying cry for maggots. Uh, the ones that are most committed to the fantasy that... Uh, Donald Trump will never leave office. Well, I tell you, if he plans on doing that, he better bunker himself in that office because once he, uh, if he, if he leaves it, there'll be people in there getting ready to change the locks on that son of a bitch. Oh yeah. Oh, don't worry. He is physically. Uh, I am. I am. I am one of those believers that believe he's going to go down to Mar-a-Lago for Christmas, and he ain't coming back. I mean, he's not doing anything anyway. He's. As more than one person has said this, especially the past week, here's a guy fighting for a job he doesn't do and doesn't want. He, he's, you know, he's created nothing but chaos. Hello? Uh, there's uh, one uh, uh, one state uh, lawmaker in North Carolina, and there's Michael Flynn and a handful of others that are claiming that, uh, or they're saying that we should bring the military. Right. Get the military involved here. Right, to, to gather up all the uh, voting machines from the states that he lost, those swing states that he lost. Uh, you know, and, and again, you you mentioned it just a minute ago. You got all these deluded people who believe everything he says. And, and look, it's over. It's done with. It's, uh, it's just a question of riding out exactly a month, one month from today. And it's all over. And it's all over. There have been people that are calling for him to declare martial law. Yeah, Michael Flynn. Michael Flynn is calling for him to declare martial law. Look, look, think about this for a second. You can't get the, you can't make it mandatory for these idiots to wear masks for crying out loud. How are you going to get them to comply with martial law? Do you know what martial law is? There's an interesting tweet that I bookmarked, and and I opted not to go into it today, because it's somebody who who accurately describes what civil war will be. Uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of these maggots believe that they're still going to have their internet and electricity and running water and all. You know, what what do you think? It's you know, you people that can't walk half a block. You think you're going to go up against the U.S. military, the greatest military in the world? Do you have uh, bomber jets? No. Do you have an unlimited source of ammunition? No. What are you going to do when uh, the Winn-Dixie closes up for good? Or it's looted when martial law is kicked in and when the Civil War starts? You people seem to think you're just going to sit in your uh, RVs and, and ride this thing out and, you know, every once and again point your rifle out the window and, and shoot a couple of deer. Hey, it ain't going to be like that, kids and kittens. We're all going to suffer if it happens. Boy, howdy. We all suffer. Nobody nobody comes out of this alive. You know, you know who comes out of this looking good? Donald J. Trump. Because I promise you, he'll be, uh, he'll be living a life in Mexico. Yeah, exactly. Next to Jesse Ventura. Next to Jesse Ventura. You better believe it. 
You better believe it. So. So, so did you uh, did did you uh, hear the news? By the way, that uh, we had been hacked, like major league hacked. By the way, did you hear the news that our president has not acknowledged the hack, the virus, or anything else for that matter that doesn't concern him losing the election? Oh, I know. Not a not yeah, a peep. Well, Seventy five tweets the other day. Not one peep about COVID. Not one. The. Uh, the best part about it was is it's it's being discovered now that he had moved his uh cybersecurity budget to pay for the wall. Yep, yep, yep. How's that working out? Uh well, parent oh, from from what I uh, from what I've heard on the news reports, uh, uh you know, it's we're all alleging, we're all pointing at the Russians with this and I don't China I don't know if there's evidence one way or another that would prove, you know, the Russians or the Chinese or who who it could implicate. All I know is, is whatever they got, they got a treasure trove. And, you know uh, who it is? It's those bastards, those technical wizards at Radio TFI. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's us, kids. It's us. The guys who can't figure out a microphone. That's it. It's us. By the way, on, on, a, on an aside, but kind of on topic, uh, speaking of MAGAs, I want to thank the person who had blocked me for unblocking me, and uh, things seem to be healing, so we want to say a big thank you for that. Uh, I still disagree with most of what you say, but it doesn't mean I don't want to see it. So, And uh, we had a wee bit of a conversation the other day, not long, uh, I helped him out with something, and... Uh, Life is good again. Again, all I can say is, is what do you mean we, white man? I meant me. I was using the royal we. You know, King Edward. That's a royal name, by the way. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, you do know, don't you? You do know. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think, excuse me. I think, quite frankly, it was petty. I'm sorry. I don't want to go into the whole thing. I was just reporting that at least he and I are back on terms that's, that's 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 good maybe maybe one day just not today it's a christmas miracle i tell you yeah it, it could be so the uh supposedly the pentagon is uh delaying now the uh, uh biden transition briefings of course each side has a little different uh a little different take on what's going on uh the trump administration is saying that this is just a a normal Christmas pause. I, I, I love that excuse. Isn't that, isn't that something? It's never been done before. There's never been a Christmas pause, a holiday pause. But the Trump administration is going to... Mm, and people still think he's, he's, he's doing things for our good. They still think that. They still believe that. I mean, I still got to believe that Biden is smart enough to be getting the information. Hell, if the Russians can get the information that they, they need, I'm sure Biden is finding a way to be able to get the information. Right, but need. but there's also, you know, uh, things that need to get, wheels need to be greased before they start turning. And the Biden administration that, look, everything will get done is just going to get done later. And that's, look, this is the Trump administration being petty. All these people know they're, they're out on their butts January 20th. Uh, a lot of them are going to go to jail, or at the very least spend a, a 
buttload, a buttload on attorney's fees, court costs, and all that. Because, uh, you know, they don't have the protection of the White House anymore. And apparently, I personally want to see Kaylee McEnany in a who's gal. I don't care if she's got a little kid or not. She's been lying to us since day one. Day one. It started when she said, I promise I will never lie to you. That was the first lie. And she was called out on it right then and there. She lied in that press conference. She's lied in every other one. Presented false information, misinformation, uh, just like they all did. And they all have. And, and, you know, I want to see Peter Navarro hung by his ankles, to be quite honest. Because here's a guy, not to mention all those Republicans who will walk by a microphone. Oh, I don't know what Trump said today. I, I, I'm not, I'm not familiar with it. You know, all the deniers, all the deniers. How many people? I mean, good news is that it looks like as of today we might have a little bit of help for everybody. Three hundred bucks a week and a one-time six hundred dollar payment. But what did it take? It took it took till the end of of this uh, session of Congress before. Anybody would get off their dead asses. And that's everybody. That's Republicans that's, and yeah. Democrats. Okay, Absolutely. that's everybody. You play this game, you're playing with people's lives. People's lives. Absolutely right. I, I don't, uh, Pelosi and Schumer are just as much to... Just, uh, just as much to blame. Yep, exactly. Although, well, no, no. I, I think Mitch is more to blame. I'm sorry, I got to take that back. Pelosi and Schumer share blame, but McConnell has the bulk of the blame, if you ask me. And by the way, this nonsense of the majority leader in the Senate, the Senate majority leader, having all this power, is just something they started doing a few decades ago. All this comes to a screeching halt as soon as the president of the Senate declares it so. And once Kamala Kamala Harris, excuse me, gets in there. I don't care. It doesn't matter if Mitch McConnell, if there are 51 Republicans in the Senate, if he holds a slim majority. Just because he's he's Senate majority leader does not give him the uh, the ability to have 400 bills sitting on his desk and laughing in our faces. <laughs> Nothing's going to get done because I say so. One man does not have that much power. And let's, again, if you're in Georgia, vote, 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 vote. That'll put us at 50-50 in the Senate. Vice President Harris breaks all ties, which gets which gets dead-ass minority leader Mitch McConnell off his dead-ass. Maybe we get a few Republicans can actually vote the right way for things instead of all this. I think, honestly, I think once Trump is gone, once McConnell no longer has the death grip, on the Senate, uh, I think you're going to see a few more. Well, for starters, Mitt, we, there's Mitt Romney, for starters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you know, I think there'll be a couple of them that will finally come out from hiding, take their whooping like a man or a woman, as a grown up, like a grown up. And. Uh, Start voting the right way. Or, you know, look, I'm not saying they're, they're going to agree with everything. But vote your conscience. Vote the will of your peop- of the of your constituents. Not the way some, some aging 
turtle from Kentucky who's done nothing for his state in 36 years. And yet McConnell's a, a multimillionaire. How'd that happen on $194,000 a year in salary? Hmm? Especially coming from Kentucky, of all Especially places. Especially from Kentucky. So, uh, <laughs> well, they've got the double dip of Rand Paul and Mitch McConnell. Good Lord. Down, 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 down. Was that supposed to be Deliverance? No, no. I recognize the tune. Oh, what the hell? Uh, I used to know it, too. I used to know the name of that, too. I would think since you just performed it for a reason. What was the reason? You don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What was it the just, context? It, it, it just came to mind. That's all. <laughs> just, just came, came to mind. And you just squirted it right out. That's right, man. All right, fair enough. Absolutely. Just, just admit to it. We move on. Don't don't try to hide it. You had no idea what you were doing there. You were trying, starting to do something. It went a different way. It went the wrong way. It went way. <laughs> I do recognize the tune. Down, 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 down. You were trying to do... No, two different tunes. I know Know which one you're talking about. You know, about. dueling banjos. That wasn't it. Okay. Oh, so supposedly some former Houston uh, police department captain uh, mistook an air, uh, air conditioner repairman's van for a van containing uh, 75,000 uh, uh, false votes and decided to take the law into his own hands and... Uh, run the car off the road and hold the driver at gunpoint. Hmm. And the only thing that was in this, uh, this crate or tote that, uh, that was so looked, you know, was so, uh, suspicious. Yeah. Suspicious tools. Ooh. Well, that's how you break the voting machines. Oh. Yeah. That's how you break the voting machines. Come on, yes, man. Exactly. You know, oh. these people who claim they see, Rigged ballots, fixed ballots, ballots that were manipulated. How are you seeing them if they're in a box? I saw 10,000 ballots. And you, your x-ray vision permitted you to see right through the box into each and every one of them. And by the way, it was just the top part, the presidential part, not the red. Oh. Remember, it's the, whole, it's the whole ballot goes. It's not just the one that you lost. It's the whole one. And a lot of people, a lot of people... Went straight Republican, except for the top of the ticket. So by all means, you want to throw them out? Let's throw them out. Then we, the percentages stay the same. The percentages don't change. You got it. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, kids and kittens, your old Uncle Ed here is feeling a little... Oh. For what? Just Ooh, a little... Look, my, look, my, look, my, my back is killing me. Oh, my back is killing me. I can't wait to get it. Look, I, as much as I love being here every Sunday, and I do, but the next nine minutes are just, are, are, it's agonizing. I think I can. I think I can. I, I think know I, I can. can. I know I can, but I'm just trying to, if you're looking at me, you see me standing up, and I'm just trying to stretch my back out. I I pulled it the other day, and I, I shoveled snow. I mean, real amounts of snow. <sighs> 
for the first time in a long time and decades. Anybody here in Minnesota feeling sorry for him right now when it comes oh, to shoveling? I could give a good crap who feels sorry for me right now. It doesn't change the fact that my back hurts. Feel sorry? Give me pity? I don't care. Spit at me for all you care. It's not going to change the fact that my back hurts. You know, I've all done spitting for yeah. The, well, well, it's, uh, well I, I mean, it's better than it was a couple of days ago. But I'm still getting twinges, which is why I haven't left the house since I got home Friday night. So as soon as we're done with this, I will, I will uh, rig up the TV so I can watch my dolphins from my recliner chair where it lays out almost flat. That's that's how I will be watching the game. You see the screen if you're if you're if the TV if it's flat. How can you see the screen? I have a very small living room and a very big screen. <laughs> I really do. I really do. When I when I put my feet up, my feet are three feet maybe from the screen. If that, if that, and I got a forty six inch, forty two inch, forty two inch TV, which I've had for my god, oh. A lot, a lot of years. A very, 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 very long time. And uh, so many, and it still works fine. There's no need for me to get a new one. I, well, that's exactly. I've, if I've if had it's it. Work, good it's working. Close to 13 years. 13, 14 <laughs> years. It's got all the right connections I need. So, you know, USB and. Yeah. Maybe the HDMI. Port. HDMI. I got three of them, baby. Three HDMI ports. And I use every one of them. You don't want to know why, but I do. So your buddies, the QAnons, mm. uh, they've uh, vowed to leave the GOP uh, after Mitch McConnell accepts the election result. Well, you said. forget. Yeah, Mitch, uh, Mitch has already said, oh, uh, well, I guess I guess we'll just have to call him the president elect. Mm. So we give him our congratulations. Don't mean we're going to work with him, but yeah, we'll, you know we'll, that's we'll, the true words never spoken. Uh, so <clears throat> the QAnon say they're going to leave the GOP now. Uh, okay. Huh? Well, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Trumpies didn't try to start their own party. Uh, by all means. Uh, what what was the last time they? Oh, it was the Tea Party the last time? Let's how'd that work out? Yeah, how'd that work out? By all means, uh, look, I I'm all for. I've said it many many times. I'm all for no political parties. I think the whole thing is yeah. stupid at this point. I agree. I think the whole thing is stupid. I agree. Or at the very least, the fact that we only have two major parties is. But in the last few minutes here, look, I don't want to. Spend the last few minutes before Christmas talking about this. So we're going to put on our sleigh bells. I just kind of let the next few minutes. You know what? I have an image in my head right now, and I haven't seen it yet, and I can't wait to see it. Somebody, I know I can find it on YouTube, but I want to see it on TV. Is the Naroko Shaver commercial. Going down the hills. I, I have. Which one you're talking about? I've loved that commercial. Since I was a kid, I know they've updated it occasionally, but I have—I just think it's the coolest. I've always thought it was the coolest thing. I want to ride that Naroko shaver up and down the hills. I think it's—I don't watch a lot of the holiday specials. Uh, I, I'm just not into them. Haven't been even as a kid. I, you know, you watch some of them, but uh, 
But the Norelco shaver, man, that's, that's, I think it's the coolest thing ever. Friends, he has sheltered childhood. You just have to, you have to bear with him here. He, he had a she was it was it was a little interesting at the Van Ness household when he was just but a wee lad. A wee lad. Yeah. It was a very crowded apartment. Uh and uh without fell, the tree would go up and the cat would pull it down. And uh Tinsel. Tinsel was always the big thing when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Boy, we would grab it by the handful and just throw globs of it all over. I oh my know God. my mother hated it. I know she did, but because uh, that stuff gets in the carpeting and it gets well, we didn't have and, carpeting, but oh yeah, it's a bitch to get out of carpeting. We were so poor we couldn't even afford a floor. I mean, it was mm. so poor I can't pay. I can't pay attention. I can't pay attention. So poor that that for one Christmas, uh, my father got me a hat so I could look out the window. That's how poor we were. There you go. No clothes. You get it. It's uh... my uh, my newest hero, by the way, Sarah Fuller, the young lady that kicked that uh, winning field goal for Vanderbilt. Apparently, her season is over because Vanderbilt. Uh, well, this is as of last week. Apparently, they come down with a huge uh, run on the coronavirus, so oh. she'll no longer be able to be able to kick. But I just. Uh, Going back to football, did you uh, happen to see that dismal performance by the uh, Vikings uh, kicker? I think I might have. There was a couple uh, of really bad kickers this week. Oh last week God. and yesterday. Uh, his, his, his name his name escapes me. He uh, he was uh, he kicked for the Viking or excuse me for the Cowboys for a number of years and then. Uh, apparently he was really good, and but he just the last couple of weeks is just, uh, mm-hmm. just sucked it hard. He lost or missed uh, three field goals, a couple of extra points. It was uh, it wasn't even wasn't he and wasn't even close. He was shanking the ball like crazy. Well, uh, to get off that, uh, we're down to our last minute here today. Just I, I just had a thought before he, before let me finish it. Uh, Sarah Sarah Fuller is no longer kicking for Vanderbilt. What the hell? Let's give her a try. There you go. There you go. As we wind down here, and uh, since I usually only have the one last word, uh, I'm not a big holiday guy, but I do want to wish everybody a good holiday season. I hope it's everything that you'd like it to be and that you need it to be. And Merry Christmas, and we'll see you guys next Sunday for the big year-end wrap-up, which will have nothing to do with the end of the year. Pretty much. <laughs> well, I can't say any better than he did other than Merry effing Christmas, everybody. Light one up, and uh, we'll see you next week. Look at that. Now say goodbye. Goodbye. And I got the money. See ya! I'm begging you, baby, won't you please stop? You talk too much.